Before we dive into this episode, I want you to think about what it would feel like to have your dream clients begging to work with you. Your DMs are flooding with inquiries, emails are pouring in, and your past clients are sending over all of their friends to work with you. Trust me, babe, you've been putting in the work, investing in your education, and reaching new levels in your self-development and skills. I see you. But do your dream clients actually see you online? I have a handful of intuitive content coaching calls available and would love the opportunity to help you shine online. Check out kianamarie.com slash connect to learn more. Together, we work closely to generate a ton of content for your business, not just trends, but genuine content that feels true to you and your business. From my kitchen table to yours, we come up with a content plan flooded with behind the scenes clips, client experience, and upcoming events. You are a big deal, my love. We just need more people to know about you. Let's capture that twinkle in your eye and share your passions online. Your dream clients are just one scroll away from finding you. Let's connect with them. Find more details at kianamarie.com slash connect. I can't wait to see you shine online. Now let's get this party started. Welcome to Kiana Marie Weekly, a podcast for creatives who love to celebrate wins, big or small, by dancing in the kitchen, photographers who are excited to serve their clients, and friends who are ready to chase really, really big dreams. You can find all of the resources mentioned in this episode at kianamarie.com slash podcast. Join me as I share weekly motivation, chat about growing pains, finding genuine connections, and celebrating your wins through the lens of a photographer at heart. Come join me for a dance party. Ready? Let's go. People will forget what you said. People will forget what you did. But people will never forget how you made them feel. This is one of my all-time favorite quotes by Maya Angelou. And honestly, this is the perfect intro to today's conversation. As we are building our businesses, growing our brand awareness, and honestly, just trying to make an impact in our world, whether it be making this world a better place, making investments, and reaching towards our own financial goals, I can see how there's this disconnect with what we are doing in person and then what we are doing online and how we are showing up to expand to new people and new networks. For today's episode, I cannot, cannot wait to dive into creating genuine connections in real life, in the real life daily tasks that we're doing, and then showcasing that online. Because honestly, I see you. You are doing the work. Your business is thriving. You are so invested in what you're providing for your customers and your clients. And there may just be this kind of like stumbling block or this hard piece that's missing that doesn't show up online, right? So if you're ever feeling like, okay, I got this under wraps. I know what I'm doing. I have a product that I love. Um, The clients that I am working with are pleased and are happy with doing business with me. But then you feel like there's like this wall, like you just can't break through this next network, right? Well, I'm really, really excited to introduce this whole new kind of like marketing tool that I know has literally blown up my business. And I cannot keep this a secret any longer. I'm sure you've been seeing a lot of stuff recently popping up on my feed. If you're a follower, thank you so much. I appreciate that. Um, But I've been posting a whole ton of behind the scenes videos. And the secret is 
is it's right in your back pocket. The secret to creating these genuine connections in person and then showcasing them online is literally in the palm of your hands. And that is just using your phone. Okay. There can be uh, really big investments in hiring videographers is such a vital part of your business. And I absolutely encourage it. However, we all know just being super realistic that we can't always invest in these videographers to literally follow us around all day. We are not the real housewives and we, uh, you know, we just can't afford just having an MTV crew follow us around. Even though I think that would be kind of fun just for like a couple of days and capture a whole bunch of content and then bounce so we can get back to our daily lives. Okay. So getting back to you capturing behind the scenes. Okay. The biggest lesson of today's episode is just reminding you that you're doing the work anyway. And I know you're creating these amazing in-person touch points, but how are we getting them online? Okay. So if this feels like you, if you feel like, I don't know about this, like I, you know, social media is a little bit paralyzing for me. I don't like posting about my life. Or maybe you're thinking, well, okay, like I think I can do it if I have a game plan. Then let's get, let's dive right into this. Okay. So, first and foremost, I am like a bullet points person. So, I like creating content. So, I know. So, if you're driving, uh, you know, or if you're walking, I love kind of having these little checkpoints um, so we know what we're diving into. So first and foremost, I want to introduce, and I'm sure you've heard this before, but we're going to dive deeper into the, the list of knowing, trusting, and liking you. Okay. If we can get our future dream clients to know us, trust us, and like us, then that, I mean, that's an old old school sales tactic, right? Um, whether that is in person or online, if we can hit those three touch points, um, I know that your your dream clients will be attracting you or you know, they will be lining up to work with you. So how do we do that with behind the scenes? Okay. I get it. You are busy. We are running around, um, you know, like accomplishing so many things during the day when sometimes it feels like we got nothing done. So how can we even imagine actually pulling out our phone and capturing this? Well, let's start with no. Okay. First and foremost, before we even find out who you are as a person, I challenge you to step into your power and share who you like, what you're actually selling and what you're offering. Okay. What are you known for in your neighborhood, community, um, in your industry? What are you known for? And maybe, honestly, it could be a definition of who you want to be known for. So let's say you're in a transition phase and you may be doing new offers. Maybe you are going from corporate world and you're starting your own business. Whatever it is, I highly encourage you to define and share what you are known for and what you would like to provide. Okay. So like, what are your products? What are your services? And where are you located? This is huge. Because I know, for example, for myself, when I moved out to Arizona, it took me just posting a couple cactus um, or, you know, cacti on my, on my feed and updating my website for people to instantly create that connection and almost give me a map dot of where I am and where I'm providing. Because you have to remember, even though many of us have online businesses, it's still important to 
market your business as if it is a brick and mortar. Now, I know, side story, I know a lot of us are photographers and a lot of us are thinking, no, no, no. Uh, you know, I love uh, being a destination photographer. Take me anywhere. Well, as we get older and especially with all these travel restrictions, um, it can be more difficult to just pop up and leave. And, you know, a lot of us have families and pets that we cannot be traveling every weekend. And so if that's the case, we need to establish a location. And by posting and sharing where you're grabbing your favorite coffee, um, posting landmarks of where you are, this is really going to help attract those people in your local following. And then we're going to go even a little bit deeper is when you are popping into your favorite local restaurants or um, specific locations, don't forget to tag them as well um, because then you will also end up on their feed and on their like hashtag list, which is awesome as you start growing a following and building that brand awareness. Okay. So going back to just kind of recap how your dream clients can know you is literally sharing and posting who you are. Share your face, share your mission, and share what you have to offer. I can, I know a lot of us sometimes just assume that once we post something once, it's up there and everybody sees it. And that's just not the case. We have to kind of be annoying about what we are sharing and being strategic about basically saying the same thing, but five different ways. Um, so it can resonate and we can be top of mind when someone is looking for that particular service that I know you offer and that you're going to totally kill it. So now that we know what we can post behind the scenes videos of for knowing, I would really want to challenge you to share about what people can do to trust you. Okay, this is a huge one. And I feel like this is something that is so, I don't want to say underrated, but I feel like we are so, so, so close to our business that we actually forget that we're experts and that we're really good at what we do. So this is your time to shine. Okay, so a couple of examples of how you can get your online following to trust you is to prove that you're an expert. What type of daily tasks are you conquering that makes your client's life so much easier? Are you educating them? Are you sharing stats? Are you providing information that keeps them up at night and makes them wonder, gosh, you know, I like they're having troubles with something. If that's the case, then absolutely post more things that align you as the expert and the go-to person. So for example, one way I can provide this on wedding days is when I actually will capture some type of mishap going on. So one of my perfect examples of this was I was actually second shooting a wedding in Texas with one of my good friends, Courtney. And we were at this dream wedding venue. It was so fun. I was totally just helping her. I was assisting and there was an emergency. And the emergency was, is that we did not have a ribbon or like the right string to tie on the locket um, that she had. I believe it was for a grandparent that was not um, able to attend because they were in heaven. And um, so we had a little locket and the locket did not have a string to tie around the bouquet. And the locket was too heavy. Like it was too bulky and not the right size to safety pin it. So everyone was frantic. Uh, we were trying um, thread that was in a little like, oh shit kit for wedding day stuff. And it just like, it just was this, this crazy emergency. And then finally it dawned on me. Um, and I I asked for scissors and I actually snipped the, um, like the hanger string. If you know what I mean, ladies, it's like that, that um, little piece of fabric string that you 
have in like the armpit of the, the bridesmaid's dress. And so I clipped that and it was perfect. It was the perfect size. It was the perfect length. And of course, it was the perfect color because it was the bridesmaid's color. It was like this beautiful seafoam blue and it matched perfectly. So my point was, is we shared an emergency. So I actually have a video of this, of Courtney um, tying it around the bouquet and totally being a superhero and saving the day. Now, I know that in, when you're in the heat of these moments, it can be so hard because you're flustered. You're trying to be a critical thinker. You're trying to save the day. And I just want to remind you that this is a perfect example to whip out your phone and record it. You're not making fun of anybody. You're not um, putting anybody down. In fact, you, you know it, it could be seen as an emergency, but I feel like because you saved the day, oh my gosh, this is something that a bride will see and think, oh my gosh, oh, I have to have Kiana on my wedding day, or I have to have you, you know, offer the service that you're providing because she can think outside the box. And I don't know what's going to go wrong on my wedding day, but I need someone like Kiana to just save the day. So those are perfect examples of sharing emergencies um, or things that you do in your everyday tasks that prevent emergencies. Um, That's a whole other list of ideas to share about too. But the whole point is, is creating these little video clips of your daily life so that people will trust you and feel like they know you. Okay. And then most importantly, the last one is if people like you. So what are we posting that makes them actually want to be around you? Because I feel like a lot of us sometimes have the assumption that, oh, well, once you get to really know me or once you get to know someone really well, you like them. Like you feel like you'll, you'll, you'll click with them. And if I'm being honest, that's just not always the case. In fact, I know a lot of people and I don't like a lot of people, not because I think they're, you know, bad or whatever. I just don't, I don't vibe with everybody. And that is completely natural and completely normal. So I just wanted to kind of put that out there that sometimes, even though we feel like we're sharing what we do and how we can be trusted, if we're not sharing little tidbits of how we can be liked and loved, then I feel like you're kind of missing the point. And a lot of small business owners kind of don't follow up with this. And so that's why I wanted to encourage you to share the things that bring you joy. What type of music do you listen to? Are you sharing little snippets of your family and what means the most to you? Um, How do you like your coffee? And I know that I know that this can be overplayed sometimes. Um, Coffee, 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 coffee. But if that is your joy and your snippet of heaven in the morning, share about it. Um, I know, for example... I share often, like you see me, I'm posting, I always have Insta stories running. It's very rare that I don't have something going um, Instagram. And I feel like I'm posting a lot. In fact, my family is kind of hard on me for, you know, why are you putting yourself out there so much? You're just being so goofy. Stop dancing. And, and, you know, I have to have a thick skin if I want to be a success. And at the end of the day, ultimately my family is not paying my bills. So sorry if you're listening. I love you. But I just wanted to share that encouragement that I feel like sometimes we're posting so much, um, but people still don't know anything about you. Okay. So for example, um, I post about my family often, um, sometimes about my mom. We have a lot of fun together and we're, you know, we own our home together here in Arizona. So sometimes she pops in. Um, I'll post about my brother and my sister, his fiance, sometimes when I'm traveling to California and we have a lot of fun together eating and going to breweries and stuff. And so I love sharing snippets of my life with that. 
But what's funny is just recently, I started posting a lot more about my little niece. Um, She's my cousin's daughter. And what's funny is... I've gotten so many DMs and so many messages about people asking me, oh my gosh, I didn't know you had a baby. I didn't know that you had a kid. Like, right? Like, who is this little girl? She looks like your little mini me. And what's funny is I spend a lot of time with her, but it wasn't until recently that I've kind of gotten the green light from my cousin to post about her. And we have so much fun. So that is just a perfect example of sometimes we get caught up thinking, oh gosh, I don't want to share my life or I don't want to have anything too personal on the internet. But then I want to remind you that people can still know absolutely nothing about you. Absolutely nothing about your life if you're only posting about three to five things about your life that you do and that you want to share. We can be so strategic and so, so smart about what we're posting um, to get that message across. And I also want to remind you, I can go on and on about this, um, but I also want to remind you that the more you're posting, it's not because we're being salesy, right? I feel like it's quite the opposite. Sometimes I feel like we're stifled or we're paralyzed by posting on social media because we don't want to come off as annoying or we don't want to come off as just being too much. Well, I'm here to remind you that we need you. We need your expertise. We need your love and we need your business. People just need to know about it. So Let me ask you this. If you're already doing the work, if you're already putting the time in, you're already creating these magnetic experiences in person, what's holding you back from posting that online? Because as soon as you start sharing more of, let's call it the word of mouth um, types of videos, which I feel like is just the new version of social media today, the more you can share your heart and the more you can share about your business, that is when it's just going to spark and be like wildfire and really expose you to those types of businesses that you want to work with and those people that are just going to be gravitating towards you. Okay. So going back to our quote by Maya Angelou, I highly encourage you to step into your purpose, do the work, and capture it. Just capture it and post it. So sending you all of the love. And I really, really hope that you just embrace the fact that you're amazing and the world needs to hear about you. Hope you have a good one. Love you. That's a wrap on another episode of Kiana Marie Weekly. Thank you so much for your listenership and support. You can find the resources and show notes for this episode and more at kianamarie.com slash podcast. I'd be honored if you'd show your support by leaving a review and rating on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, keep on dancing.